Hello and welcome back, guys. Beyond the likers, oh posse of women. Um, I am coming to you live and loud from a hotel room with my whole mate Bree Adams. <laughs> it is 8:30 a.m. in the morning, and we are up in Brisbane. We went to a women's event yesterday. All female world domination. Yeah, it was. My mum was like, "What was the event for?" It was a girl called Danny, and she has this. Uh, she's got her own platform, but she also has another platform called Mummy Republic. And it's just all about, I guess, bringing not even just mums, just women together. And she puts on these events and it's basically just an excuse for like-minded women to slut drop, to to get down and dirty on the dance floor, to let the hair down, like an excuse to get dressed up and escape your family for a few hours and have some photos and have a few drinks, shots and... Lots of drinks. Lots of shots and just have a boogie. Break your feet. And destroy your feet. My feet, they look like they've got a condition. What's that condition where they blow up? Frankenfeet? Elephantitis. (laughs) Is frankenfeet an actual thing? (laughs) But the reason why we wanted to do this podcast, well, I wanted to get Brie on because I guess – the whole point of um, the event yesterday was women these days, when you have kids, you don't really have the same community as like what our mums did growing up, like mm. where everyone raises each other's kids and you have lots of family around, like everyone moves and sometimes I think your family can be people who are from a distance and then yeah. social media becomes a way for you to meet other people. Other women. And that was yeah. the case for us. And that is, yeah. So Brie and I literally started chatting on Instagram was... 2016. So had I just had Charlie? We'd, you'd had just had Charlie. And you had just had Arch. Yeah. So with our first babies. And I just remember, yeah, it was such a long time ago, but we were just messaging each other. Like frequently. Yeah. And yeah. Instagram for me back then was... It was like an online mother's group, right? Yeah. 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 And especially when you are one of the first people in your own circle of girlfriends to have children. Yeah. Is that what you... Yeah, like like we both were. Yeah. I had two other friends who ended up having kids at the same time as me, but then I moved away and I moved back into the Shire. So... And you know what it's like when you got one kid and you're a stay-at-home mom. It's really lonely. It's a weird mix of feeling like you have too much to do and nothing to do and feeling isolated yeah instagram was like a virtual mums group and i would like chat to other mums and slide into their dms and we would vent and have a laugh and Mm. and there were so many things that i couldn't go to my own mum for or any other elder like i don't have a grandmother anything like that that i could go to and be like this is happening with the baby or feel seen or feel like it's normal we would message like every week yeah frequently and i always just felt like Everything's all right. And I also think it's a different – it was a different era. Like my mum talks about me and my brothers and apparently we were just angel children. Like they're not – Never had a tantrum. Never had a tantrum. (laughs) Apparently I could swim underneath my dad's legs by the age of two. Fuck off. (laughs) Um, Never had tantrum. But I actually do remember being quite well behaved. But then also – We were terrified. 
I was terrified of Big terrified. B. I was raised like the Von Trapp children. So was I. Like the sound of music. You, legit, that's an, another thing. Is your dad was, I mean, my dad was a bit different than your dad, but very strict. Yes. I was not allowed to have a boyfriend until the age of 18. I wasn't allowed to leave the house. I wasn't allowed to go to parties. So I just snuck out. Oh, my, that's me. Slept in basements. I was, my dad was so strict. It probably didn't help that I was his first daughter and I also was a little bit defiant and I had quite a big personality but also he was a police prosecutor so he was like putting he was like putting scumbags away and seeing like the scum of society and then he had me who was like I'm going out in my bra (laughs) yeah so yeah he was also very very strict and I just pushed back and rebelled Mm -hmm. but also that was later when you're little oh you still have that like mix of respect and fear. And fear. <laughs> but my kids aren't scared of me at all. My kids like, are not scared of oh, me yeah, at I all. Oh, yeah, my voice and they just look at me like... Yeah, and I I always felt like my dad was always the really terrifying one Mm -hmm. and my mum was the softy. And so we could pull the wool over my mum's eyes and kind of get away with a lot. Mm -hmm. But my dad, he was terrifying. But my dad never really rose his voice. He just used to... It was just like a look. It's this look or like Mm -hmm. it was like a bellowing like, no, I can't. No, it wasn't right. (laughs) But but I keep saying to Ryan, neither of us have that over our children. Mm -mm. Like neither of us have any level of authority like, like we grandiose like yeah like I can't I say to Kobe I'll get your dad and he's like good like go and get him get him <laughs> yeah there's no like oh my god I'll turn the line yeah, no there's no threats there's no amount of threat or punishment or consequence or, no. or anything really that makes my children do what you want them to do and so when you go to your parents for advice and they're like oh you guys were perfect you yeah guys. my mom goes I never had a single problem with you. <laughs> I think you had a tantrum once in the shopping centre. That's oh. what I remember. And I'm like, you're such a liar. Uh, I, you're so I, dumb that I, you cannot remember. I also think that they forget. Like, okay. I I actually they forget. They do. And yeah. it's like Charlie. I talk about Charlie like she was the Dalai Lama and she yeah. was an angel. And she, in my head, she Charlie also tantrum. never had a tantrum. But I was reading, like, old, old, old Instagram posts, like, a few weeks ago. And I was like, where I had outlined her... Ridiculous absolutely ridiculous. flapping around like Barramundi on the floor in the middle of the wars, no. having a tantrum. Mm-hmm. But I have forgotten. The other two have been worse, so they cancel it out. Yeah, they cancel it out. But anyway, we've segued into like weird parenting. But I think no. what what I wanted to say on this podcast is that Instagram has been, you know, it is a little bit of a double-edged sword sometimes and there's pros and cons to it, but the, the pros far outweigh the cons. Mm-hmm. And the best thing ever that has come out of Instagram is the connections that I've made with women mm. and you. <laughs> mainly just me though. Mainly just, <laughs> mainly just Brie. We are whole mates. Whole mates. We're going to trademark whole mates. But how did whole mates even come about? I think it's because soul we were. Soul with, with females. Like you usually say your soul mates like your partner, <laughs> you're my soul mate Yeah, and I think it was because we were all, we were giving, like we literally, our lives could not be more yeah. weirdly parallel in sync. In, in a lot of in a, fucked up way. In a, but Mexico, like. A, even like before we even knew each bef- other when we like. Backtracked our yes. Lives. Oh my god! So we oh, we had we were in. I did a holiday 
with Ryan. It was basically the only holiday we ever went on. Thank yes, God we did because we got knocked up real quick after that. But we went to over to the States and we did uh, San Fran and LA and Santa Barbara and then we actually flew across to Mexico. We did Plano Carmen. Oh, excuse me. And then Tulum. And the weirdest thing, but Brie and her husband, who is also called Ryan, <laughs> were were you in Tulum at the exact, exact same month same in day. the exact same okay. year? Exact same. Like we went back and looked at the times we travelled and we were there like on the same day. And it's... then like we got our boobs done, I think, like six months before we both went we... on that trip yes. as well. Back in October, the, September. The time after we got our boobs done when the surgeons were like do not get pregnant. Get pregnant. Yeah, so you're getting an implant. Yep. Yeah. And we are both married to Ryan's. We both have three children. You have the two boys and the girl last. I have the girl first and then two boys. They all have the same age gap. They all have the same age gaps. Our husbands have met and they are very similar. Both love smoking meat. And spreadsheets. And spreadsheets. <laughs> and whiskey. And being really organised. And Brie and I, we love to slut drop and have a bit of a boogie with our heaps awkward dancing. Yeah, windsock arms. I've got Princess Fiona feet um, and you've got real long arms, like a little silverback gorilla. <laughs> um, but I remember when you moved to Sydney and... So you were, where were you when we first started chatting? Newcastle? Everywhere. No, in Port Macquarie. So we lived in Port Macquarie and then we moved to Newcastle. And then we were in Newcastle for like mm, three years. And then I remember, I remember you got pregnant. With who? With Kobe. Yeah. So I was on a trip to the Gold Coast visiting my parents and Mm. we were messaging. And Mm. I think I messaged you something because I I could tell something was up and you were like, I'm fucking pregnant. (laughs) Um. And I was like, no way, because I think we were both, again, with the parallel lives, yep. about to plan a family overseas trip. And I think we both wanted to have a third, but we wanted to have an overseas family holiday yes. first and then come back and have a third yeah. baby. And so we'd been speaking about that. Mm. I was like, no, like, it's ruined everything. You've ruined it. <laughs> ruined it. Um, and then I think just after Christmas, I came back. And I said, you'll never believe that we're moving to Sydney. And you, you were just like, fuck off, where? And then when I told you where, it was like 10 minutes from 10 house. minutes from my house. That is just so good. And then like three weeks after we moved, I got pregnant. <laughs> Which, thank God I did, because we were going to do the family holiday as well. But then my family couldn't decide where they wanted to go. Yeah. And it was either a third baby or a holiday. And then COVID happened anyway the next year, so we wouldn't have been able to do it. But I remember the very first time you came over to my house. I do too. I and I re- I remember just opening the door and like we just embraced and it was like I'd known you forever. I know, and I didn't realise and- that we actually had <laughs> like two hours. It was it's like having a long distance pen pal. Like have you ever had a pen pal? When I was little, I had a pen pal. Yeah, I had a pen pal when I we, our house burned down in 1994, and we yeah, and we went over to the UK and did a year of schooling over there. And then when I came back, I had this pen pal Lucy, and we used to write letters to each other before we had email addresses and we sort of write letters to each other for like years. Anyway, it ended up dropping off. But you do you feel like you know? I felt like I felt. So like I'd known you my whole life and and then you turning up at my house just felt like a normal friend coming over, even though it was the first time that we'd met. Yeah, I think you messaged me later and you're like, I just realised this is the first time. <laughs> <laughs> I think a, a huge 
part of why we got along so well is because we parent the same. Yeah. And I think we're both pretty loose and, like, a little bit permissive and chill, but also... Don't take no shit. Don't, do, don't take no shit. Yeah, and we'll rein it in when we need to and, like, we... A drill sergeant. Yeah, and we run a tight ship because yeah. both our husbands work long hours and we were both stay-at-home mums and, yeah, Ryan works away a lot and my husband, when he's not away, he's also working long hours. So it is us predominantly on our own a lot. Yeah, we got to turn like we got to run a tight ship. You do. Uh, th- I feel like it's a good mix of like some people run a tight ship all day, every day. I don't yeah. think either one of us are like that. No, we go with the flow until it gets to like five p.m. and then I'm like, then it's, it's no no fucking around time. Don't step a foot out of line. Yeah, I'll fuck you up. We are eating dinner. We are yeah. bathing and we are yeah, bedding. That's it. Yeah, and it's no. There's no. Do, no there is no. Oh, do not. Sh- I'm trying to think of it as well. I actually feel. Bit, bit I quite. I all of a sudden feel very hungover. I was fine laying down. I know with Maybe my it was age. the vegan burgers we had. Last oh my god! Night. Did no you guys? Disrespect to vegans. I know. No disrespect, but also we had Lord of the Fries. We didn't know. And a, one of my followers just said, "Did you know that it's all vegan?" And I was like, "And I had flashbacks to <laughs> this burger. Burger shit. T- this burger tastes like shit. <laughs> it does not taste like meat." I had a chicken burger, but it wasn't chicken. What is a chicken burger from vegans? I what, don't know. I think was it we were like, just like at your feet lentils? I did the walk of shame. I I could not, I could not take a a minute more in those heels. You couldn't even take a minute with bare feet. I could not. So there's a pebbled walkway back. What time was it? Not too late, like eleven. Okay, but we had been in heels since eleven a.m. Yeah, so after you'd butchered my toe, um, sliced off half my toe with your yep, I'd done a point. And I think the thing is, we weren't in heels for that long. They are actually comfier than those black shoes. Well, because they don't have the straps. Yeah, and even though they're a point, because they're the plastic and they turn into saunas, mm-hmm. they're moist. They're so moist. We love a moist shoe. We do. But those black shoes absolutely destroyed. Yeah, I sent a photo to Ryan and he was like, maybe get some compression socks for the flight home. <laughs> Look, they've actually got purple. Probably not. Wow. <laughs> What, is, what are those bliss? Oh, man. Uh, that's from you. That that's, was your. That was oh, the that's injury. From me. That's from me. So when I rocked up at the hotel yesterday, I got really excited and gave Amy a big hug, but didn't realise I stepped on her toe. <laughs> Sliced it, it open. There is so much fluid in them. They're, guys, I'm definitely never going to be a foot model anytime soon. <laughs> Although there might be some people out there with a fetish for... Swollen. Swollen. Yeah. Pre-eclampsia toes. <laughs> toes. But I think a lot of women like that I spoke to at this event last night yeah. or yesterday were there with their whole mates. Yeah. That's they were there, but I think it's so nice. Like I've got loads of friends with parents, lo- loads of friends with parents, loads of friends that have children yeah. and I, I love them dearly, but I have all of my girlfriends yeah. in not my whole world, you are the one that gets me the most. Aww. Oh, are we having a moment? I'm going to make out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Please hold. No, sorry. No, you, but you get this, you get the struggles that we go yeah. through, like that we went through in our third pregnancies. Yeah. And like we had dark periods. There were some pretty, like, like third pregnancy was definitely fucking hard. I wanted to be six feet under. Yeah. And, but, 
it helped so much having you yeah. along so the ride with me commiserating. But, like, if I had been doing that alone, oh, yeah. man, I would have struggled. Because it doesn't matter how good your Ryan's really good, my Ryan was really good with pregnancy. I never felt unsupported during Of course. Pregnancy, but there's a level of just they don't get it. And it's like when Bezel was going through um, IVF, yeah. I put her in touch with my girlfriend, Lee, yeah. who was also going through IVF because yeah. although I love her and I was there every step of the way with her journey, I also couldn't relate as much, right? Yeah. So it's I think it is so important to have somebody who's going through the exact same journey yeah. with you, you to lean empathy. on. Like everyone has empathy, but you have yeah. more empathy when you can directly relate to what someone's going through. And then there's other women as well who I'm sure you know who've had three babies, like your friend. Of course, yeah. But I think because it was at the, the same, same time. time and our kids, other, other ones were the same exact ages and the same age gaps between them. Yes. It was literally like we were living the same life. Parallel lives. My three-year-old's doing this. My two-year-old's are... I'm fucking cli- clinically insane. Yeah, like, like oh, I'm going to blow my brain out. <laughs> I'm okay dying. I want to walk out and be like... Parent yourself goodbye. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it is. And I think it's so nice to have a sounding board, right? Yeah. And to be able to have a laugh. Yeah. Because, man, if you cannot laugh or, like, vent to a girlfriend or just emotionally unpack you're gonna the... You're going to pop off somewhere else. You're going to pop off. You're going to pop off. <laughs> what I wanted to talk about aside from us and our love for each other, is how incredible I think Instagram is as a platform in bringing women together. Well, do you know what? I've had a feeling that a lot of the women who were there yesterday who were there with their quote-unquote homemates were probably people they met online. Yes. Because when Instagram wasn't as, what's the word as it is now, like TikTokified. Yeah. Like, it was more about connection. It was like a community, it was yeah. social media. It was a social form of yeah. media. Like we socialised with people. Yeah, exactly right. And I, I got the feeling that a lot of the women there were with other women that they'd met in the same space. And yeah. It's like a coming together of everyone. And for some people that might be a bit like, are well, they your real friends? Yeah, but I find that so weird. I find that know? really weird. And people are like, oh. People, it's completely different. Absolutely it is. I, I've like I remember someone was like, Oh, you know, I love to go out but like I go out with my real friends. Oh, These people are my friends. real friends. Yeah. Like just because I met them on a platform, yeah. who cares where we met? I they, met them if I've if I've maintained a relationship with you over years and years and years, mm-hmm. you're a friend. Yeah. I met yes. Ryan on Instagram. <laughs> is he not a real husband? <laughs> no. He's not your real partner. <laughs> Get yourself a real partner. I um I do think that's a really bizarre way of looking at it. But a lot of people have that. And they they do. They really do. Which is a sad because it's like a weird like think outside the box. It's basically it's like Tinder but for, for girlfriends. Friends, yeah, which, for friendships. There has been apps like that was it called mush there was an app called mush i actually did get on mush when we first moved because before we moved to newcastle or new south wales we were in queensland i actually remember this yeah you're telling me so young Mm. i was 23 when i was Mm. pregnant no one i knew was even thinking about getting pregnant and neither was i (laughs) yeah so i didn't know anyone i was in a new state i wanted to meet people it didn't really work out for me anyway because we moved too many times but there is reasons why people make those types of apps yeah because we're not in not everyone has the privilege to meet people in person all the time 
it was funny because even at this event yesterday, I met all these women like you who I have been speaking with for years. Mm-hmm. And it was the first time I was meeting them. Yeah. Like, like oh, wait. Like Danny, the girl who um, organised the event, she, I had been on her podcast a while ago and I've been chatting with her for so many years and I saw her yesterday and it was like, again, I've just known her forever. Well, especially if you've been on a podcast with her as well because you've been having some chat, like Uh, you chat. But also, and because of social media, you get an insight into these people's lives. Mm -hmm. So you you learn about their children and you've watched their children grow up and you get a little bit of a snippet into their marriage and who they're married to and what their lifestyle's like Mm -hmm. and what they like to do for fun. So it's not even just like having a pen pal where you're just reading that note. You You get get so much more. You get so much more. I loved Danny got up on stage and she was was like there is to be no circles yeah that like was my favorite thing it's said. so we cool do we don't do circles like we are stay on the dance floor you, we're here to have a good time there is no judgment yeah. there is no need to like criticize or anything like that we're all here to have a good time yeah. we're all here for the same reasons and the right reasons and that compliment line she said was really good too. what was the compliment one we're all for the compliments. If you think it, say it. Yeah. It's so true. Because I've always been like that. And sometimes yes. it's not received very well. Oh, like, really? Oh, some people are a bit awkward, which is fine. I'm I'm very shit with compliments. I just try and deflect because I'm yeah. so awkward. I'm like, I'm, oh, better at giving yeah, I'm really good at giving them. I'm very handsy. <laughs> I'm very... I'm a hugger. I like to hug and cuddle stroke, and stroke hair and... Caress. Potentially grab your boobs, but it was it was just so much fun. Like I felt safe. Yeah, you felt I, at ease. I felt at ease, and you know what? I'm sure. Like I hope that there was no women there who were I don't know judging. No, I really. I don't really think don't think that, that there was. No, exactly right. Being yourself. It felt like a room full of just incredible women who yeah. were just there to have a good time and lift each other up yeah. and have a laugh. Yeah. I, I unfortunately think that there are women who can be quite judgmental, yeah. but I, I feel like that's a them issue. Yeah, it's definitely a them issue. It's, if you're looking at somebody who's just out there having a good time, swinging her arms around like a gorilla, yeah. but like... If you have a problem with that, that's <laughs> your problem. That's, that's, that's a you a problem. You. Yeah. If you think they're embarrassing themselves, yeah. they're like, fine, like, let them do it. But they're not embarrassing themselves. They're embarrassing you because you're the one who feels you embarrassed. You feel embarrassed. She doesn't feel embarrassed. She clearly doesn't I never. Feel embarrassed. I feel embarrassed. I am always just there to have a good time. Yeah. And I'm trying to get the dance floor started. And I didn't even need to. There was yeah. so many dance floor starters there, there yesterday. And some sick dancers. It just reiterates to me that I need to keep working on my glutes. Because <laughs> I have no bum. <laughs> just do some squats. Babe. But I just I want to be able to like booty pop and like I've got jiggle. no junk. I've got that. no junk. It was like a, a bit f- of junk. I've got you no junk. Your booty's popped. It's popped. You've been working at the gym, I, have I've you? I've been trying. Now I have sciatica. Working on your fitness. You got what? <laughs> I am, You've got sciatica. It's a trade-off. What when is it? Too many glute exercises <laughs> and like not focusing on the surrounding. Like my husband's like, you need to stretch. And I'm like, fuck, stretch. I'm going to get a booty. <laughs> and next minute I'm like in pain. Like all yesterday you were complaining about your feet. And I was yeah. like, my hip, my, <laughs> my hip, and it's like 85-year-old women walking down the street hobbling. Do you have to take an anti-inflammatory? I had to take an anti-inflammatory so I could dance. Early onset arthritis. I am. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, my gosh. Listen, we are getting old, but yesterday was so much fun, 
and just being away from our kids was also so well I think what Danny said was like get back to that girl like yes be that girl for a day like but you're a mum all the titles all the hats you wear like take them off today and be yourself like be you Yes, I really. I wish I had videoed her speech. I'm sure somebody did. It was. It was really empowering. Inspiring. She got up and she made a really nice speech about yeah, remembering who you were before you became a mum. Yeah, and to just embrace that person. Listen, just for one day. I feel like I'm very good at embracing her. Still, I think that's your. That's my thing. My life (laughs) skill is to never. Um, the trick is to never grow up. And I actually think I have so much more fun now. A hundred percent. I'm not there trying to pick up. I don't give two shits what I look like. I don't care about any men or any woman like there. I am purely there with my girlfriends to have a good time. And that's what I think like Cindy Lauper, like had it right. Like. Girls just want to girls just want to have fun. That event, I was just when I was watching everyone dance, I was like, there are no males here. Like, this is not for anyone else. Like, everyone is just dancing how they want to dance. Yeah, not to look good for anyone. Yes, that's right. What they want to do. Yes, and it was it was a really good like way to highlight how social media can bring people together because without it, without Instagram, like that event wouldn't that event wouldn't have happened. And there was like two or three hundred people there, and. Everyone would have just been at home, probably with their families. Having vomit or shit. Yeah, cleaning ass and stuff. So it was nice. It was a three-hour event. (laughs) Probably should have, like, called it a night at about... We should have gone for dinner, but we didn't. We just uh, went dancing. We did more (laughs) dancing and more shape-cutting. Shape-cutting into your own feet. Into my own feet. Feet, I'm going to have to definitely get compression socks for the flight home. I actually think you might get, what is it called, a TMI? Um, oh, blood know. clock? Is that no. a TMI? Oh, What's a TMI? TMI? Too much information. Yeah, maybe I'm getting <laughs> a mini stroke, is um, it? From the swelling? Yeah. But also I feel like a day or two off from the children. That's I mean, it, like, and I'm so excited to see them. Yeah, me too. And then I'll get home for an hour and I'll be like, oh, okay, I'm done again. Okay. <laughs> I'm ready. For five minutes to be like, oh, yeah, that's right. Oh yeah, didn't That's a miss. Bit rough. Didn't miss much. Everyone's screaming, and let's book another girls' trip. Yeah, bye next week. Okay, well, I think if we can take anything from this podcast, it's that I hope every one of you have found a hoolmate. Yeah, yeah, or a few hoolmates, potentially a few hoolmates. But I, I actually think. You can only really have one. Yeah. yeah. Just, just somebody who gets you. And you don't have to say anything. And you don't and you can just be yourself and you can be filter free and you can just be a hundred percent yourself. A hundred percent and they're and they or just, just not do anything. Like we said yesterday, we'll just not talk. We can just <laughs> we can just sit in a room and Without. not feel Without like we have to yeah, in our undies or walking around the room nude and not talking poor and Alicia. there's – and what? So poor Alicia. <laughs> poor, our girlfriend, poor Alicia, came up and um, as we were getting ready, <laughs> we just like to get ready in the knew. nude. <laughs> she probably didn't know where to look. She's like, homemade, so I don't want to actually see your holes. Your holes, guys. Put it away. Um, yeah, I hope you have a homemate, but or also I hope that you are surrounded by women who just have your back. Yeah. And not C-U-N-T-S's, to yeah, be honest. Because yeah. they're out there. Well, they're out there. Yeah, they are. if you don't, like, reach out. Like, it can seem a little bit, like, lame or whatever if you want to feel like 
you're reaching out to someone you don't know. But yeah. I mean, and I don't even know which one of us reached out to the other one first. I have no idea. I'm pretty sure I followed you first. I actually just, I do not remember. I don't even care. No, I no, just. Just do it. If you uh, follow along a mum who, you know, you're vibing with, you know, her. You can tell. You can absolutely tell. You can tell. You can tell. You, you. you used yeah. to dance around the kitchen with yeah. your kids yeah. and stuff. And I was like, oh, she's just my person. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah, just yeah. know when you have this something. And definitely reach out. It's so, it can lead you to uh, incredible people, oh. friendships. <laughs> Your future homemate, Brie and I, we don't even live in the same state anymore. The bastard left me and she's fucking, moved. You f- you're a fucking idiot. That's what you are. I have fully cried. I've never, like, been so, like, it was like I was going through a breakup when no, you same. left. It was really bad. It, was, and it still is. I have times where it's been, like, a few months. We did well this year. Ryan and I came down to Adelaide yeah. and we did the Barossa with yeah. you guys. Yeah. That was fun. We've done a night. We were back up in Brisbane in June, we did a night up in Brisbane. So we, we put in the effort. Yeah, yeah. A friendship is absolutely a two-way street. In a way, it's also kind of good now that we don't live in the same state because it, it's a better opportunity to leave. Yes, to escape. to escape. We have to go. We have to fly to Brisbane <laughs> for a night out. We absolutely cannot do it in our hometowns. And we cannot fly to each other's hometowns. <laughs> no, we have to go somewhere neutral yeah <laughs> um okay well I, we have a flight to catch <laughs> and we this bedroom looks like it's been ransacked it's an actual brothel yeah apparently an alarm was going off in the hotel <laughs> laura was telling me that alarm was going off at 2 a.m maybe it was because you went to the toilet outside <laughs> our door no 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 i didn't <laughs> i was looking for the toilet and i couldn't find it and i walked out the hotel <laughs> room door <laughs> and then i was like the and then i was like i'm in the hallway and i'm busting for a wee <laughs> Bree, let me in. I'm like, where are you? <laughs> I'm outside the room. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I love you all and thank you for joining us. And thank you, whole mate, for being here. You're very well. And for being on my podcast and oh. for being in my life and <laughs> for loving me. For loving me unconditionally. <laughs> I love you so much. I love you more. <laughs> in my <laughs> We will love you and leave you. Thank you for joining us. Mandy, can you put on Girls Just Wanna Have Fun as an outro? Girls just wanna have fun. I thought it was Girls Just Wanna Have Funs. I was like, I mean that too, that too, but mainly just fun. All right, we love you and have a fantastic week and I'll see you next Wednesday. Bye. Bye.